Welcome to episode 66 of the Luke Winstall Show. Today I'm joined by Jedediah Collins, former NFL fullback for the New Orleans Saints. Jedediah is now a certified financial planner and an NFL financial advisor for athletes. On the show today, we discussed his job helping NFL players find their feet financially off the field. We'll go ahead and dive into the interview. Jedediah, thank you for joining me. How are you doing today? You know, it is an interesting time, but looking for ways to to grow through it each and every day uh, amidst the chaos. How's your day start? All good. I'm really excited to be talking to you about, first off, your career in the NFL, and then also about your time now as a financial planner in the NFL helping athletes. So first off, over the course of your NFL career, you played for a lot of different teams. What would you say was the highlight? Oh, no question. Highlight was down in New Orleans. Um, The Saints changed my life, gave me an opportunity uh, to not only show I belonged and deserved to be in the NFL, but to also be around greatness, which is a, a gift that I can never, never overlook the the magnitude of. So it, it was definitely, yeah, I got to be on a baker's dozen teams, and I, I learned a lesson from each of my failures, but mostly taking away from being around those locker rooms and uh, around those men. With you being a financial planner now, do you feel like you handled your money well in the NFL and did well with that? Well, my journey began because I was unprepared and my first check I mismanaged my first check I spent um, immediately and so that kind of woke me to the reality that I I would need to educate myself and need to learn more about money from that and as my education grew I absolutely began to see the, the the dream of walking out of the NFL with something to show for it and so my actions, my behaviors, my routines started to lead me towards managing it better. So it began rocky, but I was one of the fortunate ones to, to see the light early. Getting cut will also do that to you. Um, and so that's kind of what where my mission began was I saw how unprepared I was as an accounting major. And I knew most of the guys wouldn't be able to handle or answer these questions either. And so truly in the locker rooms, I began to, to have conversations and help guys even while I was playing. I'm sure there's a good number of people that may realize they're misspending their money or doing something wrong. But how did you go about actually fixing it while you were in the NFL? Focusing on my reward, focusing on what my goals were, um, and then dialing back to daily decisions. Uh, you know, I, I talk to guys a lot about um, making, you know, money is lazy and you got to put it to work. And so looking at money as my employee, I started to ask myself, well, where do I want it to go to work for me? Um, and then it's just a prioritization of what I wanted to approach and attack first. Uh, you know, you hear that common adage of pay yourself first. That is simply saying, you know, the future me, the person beyond the game, beyond the field is someone I want to take care of. Uh, and once you were able to have your personal philosophies aligned and really understanding whether that's how much money I want to give my future self, how much money I want to give my family, how much money I want to give to my debts, you know, how much money I want to go and enjoy today with, those philosophies really dictate how you set up your cash management 
And once you have an understanding of your personal philosophy, your how you spend and employ your dollars kind of reflects that. Well, for you being familiar with the business side or the harsh reality of the NFL sometimes where you have your highlights like you did with your years in New Orleans, but also being cut. So how do you relay that now going into your career as a financial planner? How do you relay that with you knowing the NFL so well, having played in it so long and using that credibility to help the players? You know, it's one of my favorite questions as I stand in front of a room of, of professional athletes is how many times do you think I was cut? And it ended up being about 13 times getting a call told my dream was over uh, because some of my the teams I was on cut me multiple times. Um, so it is credibility. It is validation. People see that I'm not after them for uh, coolness factor. I'm not after them to profit. I'm no longer an advisor because I want to educate and empower without kind of any upside or any conflicts. And I think as athletes really understand there is an opportunity before them, but it's one that they have to seize and they have to capture. They begin to look for resources. And as a former student athlete, a former professional athlete, I get to provide the perspective of I I know what it's like. You know, I do not know individual circumstances. Everyone's journey is unique, but I know what the temptations are. I know what the opportunity is. And ultimately, even a no-name undrafted guy who got cut a dozen times, I know how to capture the dream. And that is through empowering yourself, and it is through choosing to uh, be very intentional with what the opportunity is in front of you. So now when you talk to... For example, NFL athletes trying to teach them about money management or whatever your topic is. What is your message? My message is there is a significant difference between the NFL dream or professional athletes dream and the NFL reality. Um, so many, even in the, the draft a week or two ago, think that their dream ends by walking across the stage and being declared an NFL athlete. That is just the beginning of the journey. The journey ends with you walking out of an NFL locker room with a bag of M&Ms, some money and some memories. And that is truly the focal point. And when we start to discuss money, I have to separate the difference between being rich and being wealthy. Being rich is a momentary achievement. Being rich means I have money today. And as a professional athlete, you are rich. There is no doubt about it. But wealth is how many days do I not have to worry about money? And when that those days turn into years and years turn into decades, that wealth really changes people's perspectives. And so when I talk to young players and young professionals, this is not just an athlete problem. I really differentiate between, you know, enjoy the moment, enjoy the day. Being rich is a good thing. Being rich will lead to your wealth if you handle it correctly. And so defining those two character traits of being wealthy and being a veteran with, you know, not just looking at rookie as the achievement, it really kind of expands people's horizons on what the long-term view of success should be. When you're talking to guys, whether it be individually or a room full of these pro athletes, do they take well to your message first off, or does it take a little more convincing? Depends on the individual. Some guys are there 
hungry for information and they take off and, and start making adjustments and behavioral changes immediately. Some guys, as we all are, have egos and say, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not talking to me um, and often have to run into a wall before they realize there needs to be some changes. So no different than if you lined up 100 strangers, you're going to find different egos, different responsibilities and different desires for change. Um, But what I see as the modern day athlete is the modern day athlete is evolving and starting to see themselves as bigger than a game. And with that comes this inherent necessity that they also need to understand the business side of it and the financial side of it. And they are more and more open each year to what and how all this is coming down. So I think one thing the average fan doesn't know much about would be the NFL system for educating players financially. I know there's some kind of structure there of some sort. So can you describe what it is or what it looks like right now? Sure. Uh, The NFL has continued to evolve um, and continue to uh, try to improve their educational systems. Um, Each rookie class gets focused attention in a series of of workshops that they have to partake or to uh, show up for. A few of those definitely have to do with money. Um, Where it has failed in the past is the information is often complex or or over complicated and not given to on a beginner's plate and this has begun to evolve and get better over the years but it is still you know content and information that's not directed at the current player in the current situation um, where I am trying to attempt a change is by giving shorter more digestible information told through stories and analogies that people can really understand and then clear direction and behavioral change because that's where you take education and create empowerment is when you make those actions uh, change and have lasting impact. If I just tell you uh, how to eat healthy, it's good knowledge, but until you start to eat healthy, I haven't created that lasting impact. And I, you know, I'm proud to say the NFL is in search of improvement in solving this problem of of professional athletes' finances, and I'm excited because I believe I will be a part of that picture moving forward. Awesome. So when you look at that system, you say it's evolved and it's getting better for sure. What else do you think it can do to improve from where it is in the present? I think you set up uh, a voluntary cash management program. Um, This is a system that every rookie has the opportunity to participate in. You can uh, specify it on an individual and personalize it on each situation, but then you automate and you automate as much as you possibly can to assure the outcomes you are intending. I want to, you know, guarantee I'm paying myself first. I want to guarantee all my taxes are going to be paid. I want to guarantee my debts are going to be paid down. How do I do all those things? I automate my choices before they come. And I build out the same routines and systems that make me a successful athlete. Uh, and those habits will lead to financial success as well. I guess one thing that you probably hear about a good bit is some numbers or reports that come out. Sports Illustrated 
Once estimated 78% of NFL players are either bankrupt or under financial stress two years into retirement. Bleacher Report in 2012 did a similar article saying that about half of NFL players are broke by 50. So when you hear that, what goes through your head and how do you try to solve that problem? Uh, I mean, my, my first reaction is always sad. Um, it, it is what really woke me up 12 years ago. My rookie year is when that ESPN Broke documentary came out. Uh, I remember watching that and you know, in line with, you know, mismanaging my first paycheck, realizing that's the future that I, I'm headed towards. I'm going to be one of those statistics. And my dream became uh, not to be the 70% that go broke, but the 30% who achieve that dream. Um, and then I get mad. I get mad because this is supposed to be this dream opportunity. It's supposed to be this childhood uh, vision that you have sacrificed you prioritized you've done everything you're supposed to have done and you should be rewarded for it and to realize five years ten years however long after you're done uh you really don't have anything left to show of the game and you look at it for what it took from you and not what it's given you that is really just disheartening and it's why we need to change what the the dream and the opportunity is um those statistics, however you look at them, are daunting and are shocking and should continue to be reported and said until the problem changes. Uh, and I, I don't think we'll ever get to 100% because, you know, a guy who goes to one NFL rookie camp, is, is he included in those statistics? I don't know. So, so numbers are funny. But I look at it and say if we can start to change – one percent or one person each year and head them in the right direction athletes will be the new frontier of wealth and they will be the role models that we continue to hold them up to be is there anything outside of a education system whether it be people like you talking in the classroom or helping them for example like you said automating their accounts is there anything else that can be done outside of that that you have ideas on Yes, uh, with technology and truly through this coronavirus with the, the virtual scaling, I think we can start to provide a lot more individual response and individual coaching. Um, you look at how technology is set up today, there is a financial plan that should be had by the masses. So what I'm excited about is looking at partnering and finding people to take the education and make it empowering because then we can take it into action. Um, but truly I look at this as how do we spread the correct disciplines and the correct focus for the masses? Um, after being in wealth management for five years, I came to realize there are some standard steps all of us need to be taking. And I think if we just simply start to teach people this foreign language of money, um, they will all be able to awaken to a better future. For sure. One guy that I recently did an interview with is AJ Jenkins. We talked about it before the show, how he came on and our conversation got to the point where he was talking about how whenever he'd get his money being a first round pick, everyone would start asking him for stuff, whether it be cash or to pay for something or buy them a car because he was rich and they were not. 
So managing money as an NFL player is not always easy, as you know. So how do you advise guys who've got everyone they know trying to text them or trying to get money or something from them? You're going to hear a theme here, brother. It is identifying your personal philosophy. And each man, each woman you sit down with has a different perspective. Uh, But it begins with that. If I am faith-based and my personal philosophy is 10%, if I am just starting out, my personal philosophy is 1%, I have to be able to identify what that percentage and that philosophy is, and then who, how, and where do I want it to go and impact. I like choosing uh, fewer than than just having uh, endless lists. So I I love helping people identifying individuals who they want to support uh places what institutions whether it's a university or a church or a cause um something that they believe in that they want to and really identifying which of those they want to try to impact how much they want to try to impact with their bigger picture check looking at the other choices that they will have with that check and then you begin to automate and you know create a system again If you want to create long-term success, build routines that lead to habits. Habits lead to success. So I identify how much we want to target into what what is in my system called the compassion choice, the money bucket system, and then who exactly do we want. And that goes from everything to tithing to a church to paying for your family to come to games. It is all going to the giving bucket and once that money and that designation is out, that bucket is over for the year. And that really helps guys have the power to say no and the power to see where and how these things, these dollars should be had. Because again, if they're not paying their future self, if they're not taking care of 30 year individual, then they're not going to be able to support that family for the long term anyway. So now in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, things have changed a lot for athletes not being in season or being able to play. Is there anything different that you tell them during this pandemic to try to help people through that come to you for advice? Uh, You know, for younger players, I say you don't need to invest right now. Um, I, I think you secure your foundation, secure your plan, have the Warren Buffett cash approach. For the time being, because if if and when the NFL returns, that is your investment that will will help you generate the wealth. Trying to double your money right now is is much riskier than you need to take on at this age. Uh, But the other pieces is this is a time to grow. What are skills you can, you know, sharpen your axe on? Whether that is financial literacy, I don't know. But what what about after football? What are the items and the people you could be connecting with right now that are going to help prepare you for the world and the life after the game? And that goes out to students all across the country, not just student athletes or professional athletes. Um, where is this world turning? And when it opens back up, how are you going to be better prepared for it? Well, now we have seen in the NCAA that players are now going to be able to make money off of their likeness and their name. What does that mean for college athletes? They're able to make money. Do they get agents or what happens there financially to help them be able to make money off of their likeness at that age? This is something that I agree needs to happen. It's also something that I have no idea how it's going to unfold. Yes. Do you need 
an agent to help you get the deal short. You need a money manager to help you understand where and how these dollars come in. Um, I'm excited for the entrepreneur, the creative guy or gal who is, you know, maybe not the star, but somebody who can identify their brands and their content and begin to build a name around that. That is going to be really neat to see, but I don't know how it's going to be policed or how the NC2A is going to keep guidelines on this. I know the universities are not supposed to be intimately involved in it. Um, I know my curriculum and my passion around empowering around personal finances is going to be critical now more than ever. And I look at this venue and I say, yes, I agree. Student athletes are, are need to be given way more than they are today because the identification of a college degree is no longer as valuable as it was 20 years ago. And in that, not all student athletes are graduating with a diploma. But on top of that, it is just this endless reality that this system is going to be extremely hard to implement. Now, when you hear that, do you look at yourself and say, okay, I've got to go to maybe Clemson or Alabama and go talk to their locker room now. And I guess the process begins even younger. So could that be a good thing? Uh, a good thing for me personally? Yes. I mean, virtually, which again has happened over the last three weeks, I will be able to go to every college campus that wants me uh, with the click of a button and be able to provide group workshops and individual lessons. Um, but yeah, somebody needs to walk into the Clemson quarterback or the Alabama running back, or let's not kid ourselves, the you know Oklahoma offensive lineman, uh, and start to discuss what their imaging looks like, what their branding is, how to create social content, how to create a messaging around who you are, and then be able to, because there, there's a reason it's called wealth management, it's not wealth creation, um, you know, people are great at making money, doctors, athletes, whoever it is can make money, but then the other end of that is how to manage and make sure it's directed towards wealth. So there's two sides to that coin that are going to need to be addressed for a 18 or 22 year old athlete uh, that is all of a sudden overnight become a professional brand. And that goes from, you know, what is their, you know, Instagram profile look like to what are they posting to how are they monetizing it to what are they doing with that monetization? Um, so this is a really neat avenue because it, it is going to identify the, the idea of being an entrepreneur and to see the business of, you know, the sports world today. Um, but there are going to be a lot of questions that we have to answer. It sounds like you're thinking a lot of the money is going to be made off of social media. So do you see that as the main revenue as being an influencer? I think social media is just the, uh, the reality of today. Yes, I, I think a lot of uh, young players are going to immediately have more power on social media because they have, they understand the platforms, they're participating in the platforms, and that is where eyeballs are. Um, so yeah, I, I see social media being a major, major impact. I don't know how you stop young people from videoing in the building or videoing live or doing all those things. Uh, again, questions that will have to be unfolded. But the influencer model has continued to shift in how it monetizes. But going forward, every marketing company in the world is wondering how they get 
likes and hearts and followers on social media because that is the new age of marketing. Definitely. My final question for you, you've got a book, Your Money Vehicle, How to Begin Driving to Financial Freedom, found on Amazon, five-star rated. Can you give a preview of your book and just for people that haven't read it yet? Sure. So it's how to begin. So it's the first 10 questions on your financial journey. I've delivered hundreds of financial workshops and I came across the same 10 questions or the same misunderstood parts of money. Do we talk about investing? Absolutely. But investing is only one chapter in the book because there are so many other facets around money that you can control more than your investments. And so I want to introduce people to how to begin to understand insurances, taxes, cybersecurity, what kind of vehicles you're using, cash management, banking, all these other areas that are really founded in this language of money. So this is a actionable book. You ask a question, you go through character scenarios, you learn the lessons and answer questions, but then you have each section have a actionable item to take away because that is the empowerment, that is the impact. Um, so you can absolutely go on Amazon, check it out. There's a financial literacy test, a 30-question test on my website, jedediahcollins.com, that I would challenge anybody to go take. I've yet to have anybody get a 30 for 30 after hundreds of responses. Um, and this is the mission I'm on. I would love to connect with people on social media, jedcollins45, or LinkedIn, YouTube is just jedediahcollins.com, or jedediahcollins. So Your Money Vehicle is the beginning of me as a writer. I was very, very proud that it hit Amazon bestseller in several categories. It speaks to the, the message and the tone of the moment that financial empowerment, financial wellness will need to be a part of all of our lives moving forward. And I could not be happier to be getting my message out and to sharing it with people and audiences like yours, brother. Awesome. Jedediah, thank you for your time. I appreciate you coming on the show. Cool. Thank you. Enjoy the day. Thank you again to Jedediah for taking the time to come on the podcast. On the next episode of the show, I'll be joined by Smile Mondin, five-star linebacker out of Peachtree Ridge High School, one of the top 25 high school prospects in the country. That concludes this episode of The Luke Winstall Show. I'm Luke Winstall. Thank you for tuning in.